0: Hey everyone and welcome to episode 45 of the cross media show today's topic is the cobra kai season four review but before we get into our discussion if you are listening on your favorite podcast service feel free to give us a review so that way we can you know help the algorithm and help us grow our audience if you're watching this on youtube please consider dropping a like and a subscribe and don't forget to hit the bell for notifications for all of our amazing shows like the penultimate game show, the Marvel Mondays initiative and anime nation. If you're watching this on Twitch and you have Amazon prime, you have prime gaming. So you know what that means. You get one free sub to give out. We'd love if you gave it to us, but if not, it's all good. For those who don't know me, my name is sensei Richie Stevens and I'm your lit RPG master. But today I'm leading this dojo joining me. He's a regular. He's got his own show. He's the host of Anime Nation. Sensei Ryan Smith. Ryan, how we doing today?
1: Doing good. Doing good. Looks like I am the Danny Larusso to your Johnny Lawrence today. Dude, I'm
0: rocking <laughs> that Johnny Lawrence get up what? I put this bandana on, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it."
1: And I I'd talk it. all things Cobra Kai. Let's get into this.
0: All right. And our next guest is the Sensei of Steelbooks. He's also, or he is someone who's very into the Matrix series, and of course, Cobra Kai, joining us once again. Sage, Sage, how are we doing today?
2: Doing well, man. I'm excited for this uh, conversation about this new season. It's definitely gonna be uh, pretty intense for me, especially since I love the, Co- the Cobra Kai series so much. So,
0: well, we're ready for all of the Cobra Kai talk. That's why we brought and you
1: last know. but certainly not least, we got the master of all things JRPG and FGC, my boy, John. How's it going today, John?
3: It is going very well. You know, I love JRPGs and I love fighting games because they are basically animes that you can play. And you know what? Hot take. Cobra Kai is a live action anime that just doesn't have an anime.
2: <laughs> I can see uh, that.
0: That's,
3: that's why I'm here, guys. You're not wrong about that one. You're not wrong about that one.
0: Well, I'm sure there's going to be some some definite hot takes on this episode. I know I have one. I already posted it on Twitter, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. A little
1: and before later. I uh, pass the reins over here to Sensei Richie, I'm going to just uh, do some light housekeeping real quick. We got that Ruben has finally updated the schedule on the website. Every piece of content we're making this month and next is already scheduled out. Check every week at the penultimateconquest.com stream to see what we'll be doing that week. Tomorrow's Penultimate Game Shows, I will be on that co-hosting, and we're we'll reviewing Halo Infinite. Then the next day, we are doing Attack on Titan Season Final Season Episode 1. It's going to be a good time throughout the next part of the week. I'm also looking for questions on the Halo campaign and Attack on Titan. So feel free to drop your thoughts on the film, game, anime, whatever we're talking about this week on our SpeakPipe at conquest. And I hand the reins over to you, Richie. Let's get into this.
0: All right, we're going to dive right into this. So first off, we're going to start with our initial thoughts on the season overall. You know, did we like where the season went? Do we like the direction that it is going and overall what took place within the season? So, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and start us off with that one?
1: I thought it was definitely a strong season, not the strongest season of Cobra Kai. I thought last season was a bit stronger, but definitely an enjoyable ride and uh, nothing in it that I really disliked. Just thought last season was a bit stronger. Okay.
0: I can... uh agree and disagree with you a little bit, because I feel like this actually was the strongest season for me. We got to Mm -hmm. see a little bit more of the character development that I was wanting from last season. But I mean, with having that, I think it was what a two year gap between season two and season three with just filming, because it went from YouTube over to uh, Netflix,
1: Netflix.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I, I just feel like the bringing the characters back and getting, the chemistry mm-hmm. back and everything. It just felt a little more strong in my opinion, but that's, that's beside the point. Uh, Sash, what about you? What did you think of, uh, the season overall?
2: I thought the season was great. Um, definitely like what Ryan said, it was, it wasn't the strongest season for me. I think, uh, last season was a little bit more, uh, I mean, lack for a better term, more hype, uh, made me look forward to season four more season four. Kind of ended a little bit. I felt like I got robbed a little bit because of the because Miguel just left instead of fighting um Hawk. Uh, so it's hard to say, really, but definitely not the strongest season for me. But the but the fight choreography in this whole entire season was phenomenal. Like you can tell that they really, really, really had to train for this. So
1: oh yeah, the fight scenes in this were amazing. Yeah.
0: And
2: so
1: that's my take on it.
0: Okay. Uh, John, what about you, my man? What, what did you think?
3: Um, so I, my, the, the standard I use for Cobra Kai is unique because normally when I watch a show, I just, I kind of watch two to three episodes at once, take a little break, kind of ruminate, marinate on it. And then if I'm feeling up to it, I'll go to the next episode and sometimes I'll just do something else to kind of let it last and sort of, um, take things piece by piece, with Cobra Kai, and this season is no different. Every single time I start an episode just be like, yeah, I'll watch an episode of Cobra Kai. Next thing I know, I'm either halfway or just done with the show in one go. So season four is no different. It, I, I just was like ready, excited to start the show, started watching it, and I was hooked until the end, personally. Um, I think why I like the this season is... I feel like since season two, because season one is pretty straightforward, like it ends at the All, all Valley. Uh, since season two, I cannot predict what this, where the show is going to go or where, what it's going to do. It feels like they're constantly trying to make something more interesting and less predictable, and not in the like, ah, this is an obvious character moment that we're going to take away because it's too obvious. No, it's like the everything these characters do makes sense, um, but some of the outside events, uh, like how the all Valley switches things around feel like a good way to shake things up. So, but that was just me personally.
0: Okay. Um, so since you brought up how you watched the show and everything and about like in the few episode increments, uh, I'll do Ryan and then I'll do Sash. Did you guys watch it like all at once or did you like have to break it up? Like John did.
2: Uh, for me, I, uh, I watched it like half and half. Uh, yeah, so, um, that's what I usually do for the Cobra Kai seasons or for a show I'm really into,
1: just split it into half, so. Ryan, what about you? Uh, when it dropped, I was right at the end of my quarantine grind, so I was, uh, just, uh, power watched all of it and nothing else to do that day.
0: That's fair. I, uh, I ended up watching it, I think I watched all but the last two episodes, right where the tournament started. Is where I called it for me because I had to go to work the next day and I was like, oh, crap, I have to sleep because we've had a lot of down routes and I've been working like crazy. And the last two is ready to kill me.
2: The last two episodes were the one where all the was the were the ones that had all the action in it. Like, that's where I was the most impressed with the show because it was so intense during those two episodes you didn't know who was going to win the All Valley and how it was split into three skill sets at that point instead of just one big tournament, and uh, the, all three of the teams just splitting up. And it was there was a lot going on that they had to they had to conclude in the last two episodes.
0: We're going to talk about the uh, the All Valley because I, I I want to save a special part for that just because I was actually really surprised and that was probably one of my favorite parts of this season was the twists that we got with the all valley it didn't play out like a classic 80s movie did not so um but first before we go into that i just want to say that the season was awesome i can't believe we're actually still getting cobra kai because i thought that cobra kai was going to be done after the third season but holy shit
2: we're getting, We're getting season more. five. We're getting yeah.
0: more, and I can't wait. Um, There was a theory going around for this that uh, Terry Silver was going to be Miguel's father. Everyone was like, oh, do we think Terry Silver's Miguel's father? No. That's no, a I, stretch, I don't man. Want yeah. that. <laughs> this is Star Wars theory crafting all over again. <laughs> I don't want that.
2: Speaking of Terry Silver, dude, that guy is terrifying looking. Man, <laughs> he's just Terry like this Silver tall. Looks
0: good though,
3: for his yeah. age and oh, everything.
0: Yeah. Like him and John Crease look fantastic, and I'm like, they just they look. The he same. looks good. He, he doesn't look
3: dating Miguel's mom. Good, like there's a definitely an age <laughs> gap that would have made me suspicious. Oh, if they were like, oh yeah. yeah, that is Miguel's dad, I'd be like,
2: at most, he'd be his grandpa.
3: <laughs> yeah I could see that maybe in some weird thing
2: Fancy. um
3: but yeah john silver was a was because I know they tease him at the end of the last season that was a big surprise for me um how how much how how big a part of the show he is he essentially becomes like not a villain like an anti-hero of sorts because he is not like on Crease's side but or he's loyal to Crease, but he's also like, doesn't believe in everything that Crease believes. And that's a really interesting conflict to watch. Um, some of my favorite moments of this show are when Crease and, uh, John Silver are like talking about their backstories in the, in the, uh, in the war and like how they've grown up since then and interacted since, uh, the last Karate Kid movies.
2: Yeah. I mean, um, what was I gonna say? I think the, some of my favorite moments are when you see Terry Silver um, start to go insane a little bit. Like he he does these really fucked up things, and you're just like, where the fuck did that come from? Oh my god! Like how you know he's beating the crap out of this out of Stingray, and how he how that whole thing ended up being. It was just I was just like, dude, this guy is a madman and he's terrifying. You know. <laughs>
0: That okay. So one thing that actually surprised me this season was the fact that Stingray came back because he wasn't in season three at all. Yeah.
2: Neither was Aisha though.
0: Then he just kind of showed up, and Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, oh, Stingray's back. We're getting." I completely forgot
1: who Stingray was for a good hot minute. I'll admit that. I'm like, (laughs) I, I love Stingray for a while. He was like my favorite character just because he's just like
3: this middle-aged man-child that is just like way too excited about karate and hanging out with these kids um so they i was work- happy to see him and i'm glad that they used him just the right amount they didn't like overdo it or like make him part of the gang but he's like in and then he's like a plot point and then he's kind of out so
0: I mean, he was completely out. he was definitely a key part and uh when did he first show up was it season one or season two they actually showed up Season two. I mean, season two season yeah. two was it season two because i mean he yeah. was, like the security officer at the school and everything and then the big brawl happened and then he got arrested of course yeah
2: and he was on uh house arrest i think it was yeah uh mm-hmm. for all of season three so you didn't see him and yeah. then uh, he finally got off uh, what's it called? Um, the house, arrest, house, arrest, you know, house arrest. Yeah, house arrest. Yeah, this season when, uh, when he like threw that party or whatever, and he yeah, yeah he's or living whatever.
0: with his uh, or in the the guest house for his sister. yeah, I yeah. Love it. yeah. I absolutely <laughs> loved it, and I mean the dude, is no, good. Like he he looks pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, dude, I, I just mean, can't get. I, I laugh so hard every single time I see that little braid on his on his uh from on the bottom of his beard i'm just like what the hell
0: man just, beard just to do that i'm just gonna get the yeah. brain.
3: rufus from street fighter 4 energy right there yeah
0: so we'll go ahead and go into our next topic and that is the character development so out of all the characters for this season who do you think had the most growth uh, uh ryan i'll start it, with you
1: yeah, I'm like, I, I can string it back down. Um, for me, it's, uh, again, just like last year, it's easily a talk. Okay. Uh, he, he learns that he isn't defined by his image, by the Mohawk, by the name, by all that. He gives up karate for a little bit. He, he's been on this complete struggle until we get to the All Valley, where he can really prove himself that all this grind he's put in has been worth it.
0: I mean, Hawk is definitely a, a favorite of mine. And now that he doesn't have the mohawk and everything, it kind of makes me happy because he just looks like a a normal kid.
2: He's Eli Mokowitz Mark- Mark- or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Sash, what about you? Who do you think had, like, some of the most character or the best character growth? Uh,
2: uh So... Hawk is in uh, in second place for the same all the same reasons Ryan said, but my I think Robbie had the biggest uh had a, had a huge character development moment, especially at the end where he starts like realizing what Cobra Kai is doing to other people and affecting mm-hmm. other people that are just bystanders, and then him going to John, his dad Johnny Lawrence, uh, and like just saying I I, I try to do everything a certain way and it's not working and I'm tired of blaming people and getting angry. And then, you know, Johnny and Robbie had that hugging moment, you know, father, son moment. And I thought that was, I thought Robbie just matured a lot in this entire, um, just this season. He had a lot of ups and downs, uh, with what he believes Cobra Kai was and what it's supposed to be. So that's me.
0: Robbie definitely had a, uh, that like that heartfelt moment. I actually had a, had me tearing up a little bit and you know netflix shows they never really hold back with like bringing the emotions a little bit and that was one of the moments that actually hit the emotions like hard for me
1: oh yeah definitely with
0: that acting in that scene
2: i was like sorry no i'm done yeah okay
0: john what about you what do you think uh on character growth who had some of the best character growth this season
3: I, I agree with Saj. It has to be Robbie. Uh, he first for one thing he's been the uh, the wild card of the series where he's been on both Cobra Kai and trained with the Miyagi Do people, um, sort of the Green Ranger of the series, if you will. And I think the biggest moment is that that heartfelt embrace and turning to. Um, to johnny lawrence to his dad for help and finally accepting his father for the first time in the series it has to be robbie because that is like a big chunk of what what of his like um of what he's been as a character It's like will he finally like accept his father or tolerate his father at least um but also uh it's how he he sees himself in kenny the little kid he trains throughout the series and like kind of does make the mistakes of it makes both the mistakes of Johnny Lawrence and uh and Daniel LaRusso when he's training him and like um not helping him actually channel his anger and actually like understand the difference between like getting back at someone and like just beating the shit out of someone that hurt you um when it's no longer fair um and I think to a a certain extent I forget his name but the 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 baby LaRusso, who's no longer a baby. The little brother. Yeah, um, I think he goes yeah. through a lot in this show as well. Um, since he's an actual character, instead of just like, I'm a little little baby. The, Did the he episode he looked-
0: with him starting, that's one episode we are going to talk about. Because that actually like kind of blindsided me. Because of, I don't know if they changed the actor or not. I need to look at that. But it's just different appearance. But we'll
3: dive into that in a second.
2: I think I think it's the same guy which is which would be impressive because he he looks a lot better than he did in the other season. It's
3: it's been a long time <laughs> since 2018, guys. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I was yeah, You're right. Puberty so, hits people
0: hard. So I will say that probably Robbie and Hawk had the best character development on or like in growth as characters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw two wild balls and say John Creese had character growth especially at mm-hmm. the end. Oh yeah. And then mm-hmm. This one, it caught me by surprise with how much like we actually got of her this season, but Mrs. LaRusso. Mm-hmm. How she's helping uh, Samantha out and everything. I was just like, wow.
2: I, I have such not, a crush on her.
0: <laughs> I, I was not expecting like this <laughs> development. So was, we're going to circle back to that. because Hold on. <laughs> but Mrs. LaRusso actually really surprised me this season because like over the past few seasons, we've had her. It's just been like, Oh, I, this karate thing. It's, it's stupid. This whole war is stupid. And we still get that. But now she sees that Sam or Samantha's a troubled teen. She's not just a violent person. She's actually dealing with a lot of stuff. So like, Oh, go ahead. Same
2: goes for same goes for uh what's her name. The one that's that started the fight. Um, the the main Cobra kai queen what was her samantha. what was her name
1: S- S- no samantha no,
2: no samantha is miyagi oh, Cobra, like Cobra kai. yeah what was her
1: oh, name Ronald.
0: i thought it was samantha
1: no yeah. samantha is
0: Sam's and one dating. Tori, me,
1: and Nichols, Nichols.
0: Yeah, yeah Nichols. uh tory tory yeah i uh Tori. Tori. i i my i that's I'm what tired. I thought. I, yeah. I was, I, no, that's, I, I think that,
2: that's why I was like Tori. Yeah. Tori. Oh, she's helping definitely. Tori and everything.
0: Yeah. There's so many damn names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she's helping yeah. Tori yeah. and stuff, like we see that Tori is the one that's actually like, like we got a little glimpse of it in season two and in season three, how she works to provide for her family. Her mom's sick and all that stuff. And that she needs Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is like her escape to like let out everything. Um, and I think Robbie and Tori as a couple, is better than, like, you know, Tori with Miguel and Robbie with oh, Sam. totally. Because oh, yeah. they, they balance each other out. And it shows they're definitely at the very end during the uh, the tournament that, yes, they balance each other out. Like, they started this whole thing to make the others jealous, and now they're like, oh, well, we actually kind of care about each other. So I'm hoping they don't... Yeah, turn the whole into problem just f- Yeah, I hope they just don't turn it from, a like, a a fling and then, you know, out the window that it actually stays and kindles as that relationship grows.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm just curious to see uh, where Robbie goes from here. Cause it seems like he's starting to lose, lose faith in Cobra Kai a little bit. Uh,
0: I think he's starting to lose faith in Terry over John because John's like actually doing what he should have done with Johnny in the original. Karate, yeah. That he should have, You know, not pushed him as hard as he could with, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, um, John Kreese telling Johnny to sweep the leg and all that stuff in the original Karate Kid. Where Terry's telling him, yeah, you got to go brutal. You got to, like, find that weakness and just absolutely obliterate it. And John's like, no, let him let him do his thing. Let him fight the way he wants to. He knows what he's doing.
2: Yeah, I think he does that with Tori, actually, because Tori was uh fighting sam in the finals and then uh accidentally elbows her in the eye mm. and then uh terry's like get her in the other eye or do something that's dirty oh, and then that's, and- yeah and then and then johnny's like do what you want you know like you mm. know fight for yourself don't fight for us and so that was the, so you're totally right john crease does have in that aspect a little bit of character development right there instead of instead of having her cheat uh, to and have no mercy to actually like, hey, follow your morals and see what, you know, it's on you.
1: It's still having no mercy, but it's having no mercy without having to cheat. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: having no mercy, Just... but with respect.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, have honor.
0: Do we yeah. think that this is the end of the story for John Crease, or do you think he'll actually come back and team up with Johnny and possibly Danny to take down Terry?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I never that's thought about that. That's mm-hmm. the only way this could go. That's the only way this can go. Or is
0: Miguel's father, who is this, you know, big, bad person that gets kind of, like, teased at the end of the season, is he going to be a karate expert? <laughs> is he going to come I'm just, in and team up with Cobra Kai? I'm just, I'm
2: just curious as to... Till- where that storyline of Miguel going to find his dad is gonna turn out because his mom said like, "Oh, the dad doesn't even know that Miguel exists."
0: And when he says that they're going to Mexico, I was like, "Oh, don't tell me his dad's a cartel member." That's
3: gonna well,
2: sh- not sh- go
0: well.
3: That's that's yeah. what they've kind of been implying. I feel like
1: since the that's beginning. That's what I was. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. oh, he's gonna be a co- like a cartel. Yeah, he's, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Some sort of gangster, some kind. Yeah.
1: They've always been talking about.
0: I was going to say, the way like I see the, the next season opening back. is Miguel's like in Mexico. Um, we have that whole scene between um, Miguel's mom and Johnny. And then Johnny, like, I mean, it just shows up at Daniel uh, LaRusso's door, knocks on and he goes, pack your bags. We're going to Mexico. And like the first part of the season is them in in Mexico trying to find Miguel. And of course, you know, Sam's like, oh, yeah, you're you're not going without me. Miguel's my boyfriend. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going. I care about him. I he. The only way he's coming back is if it's me.
1: And then he with him, me, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Sorry, I could see that. And then with um the final shot, I believe was wasn't it? Uh, Russo bringing, was, was don't it Kree getting arrested or was it Larusso bringing in? Uh, God, the person from uh, oh Tenzin. Uh, oh yeah, Tenzin.
2: Tenzin.
1: Yeah, he was like, it being. Two plots with Tenzin training the Miyagido slash Eagle Fang kids, mm-hmm. while Johnny and um, Luso go down to Mexico to get back Miguel. That's where I see season five opening.
3: This sounds pretty cool. This sounds like it sounds like yeah. Do we
0: think someone is going to die? Because we haven't had like any deaths other than uh, Johnny's old um, friend from high school old. that had cancer. Yeah. Do we He died think, in real life too. Yeah, he did, and I was it's like, pretty oh, sad.
2: That
0: that was a hard that was a hard scene to watch.
2: Oh yeah, that, that was a really yeah. hard
0: scene to watch. But do we think that someone is actually like going to get killed in the show? Like, do we think that Dude. Tenzin's gonna like send someone to kill John Crease or something while he's yeah. in jail?
1: So <laughs> I, I remember
0: could see. All right, we'll do. Uh, Ryan. You,
1: you can guess it. Yeah, Ryan, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I could see John, the only person I could see dying is John Creese. I can only see Creese dying through, um, Terry's on hands. Okay. Like, he figures out the legal troubles, and Terry's like, no mercy, karate fight in an abandoned building the way he did this thing, right? But he goes the extra step. He kills Crease, which will send Johnny over the edge.
0: I think if something happens to Johnny, or or if something happens to John Creese or, um, Robbie... That's gonna push that's that's definitely mm-hmm. gonna push um Johnny over the edge. Or it's honestly gonna push Robbie over the edge. Mm-hmm. Like I could see something happening to Johnny again, like how Miguel found him, which fuck, I really don't want to talk about that scene, because that scene fucked me up with just Miguel's reaction. But and that was a rough that was a rough scene. When Like I can see something happening to Johnny and then Robbie and Miguel join forces and they're like, all right, we got to put an end to this now because now the, you know, the relationship is going good with Miguel's mom. I want that to stick. I don't want that. Will they Mm want me like they're actually dating. They broke it to Miguel. I love that.
2: They're together together, you know,
0: and like, I feel like it's a win Johnny deserves. Because yeah. Johnny has had a strain of bad luck. And he deserves oh, yeah. A
2: whole a whole twenty years worth of 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 just like hating himself and putting all this pressure on himself. Uh, and for, you know.
3: He's Go been ahead. putting in the work to better himself as well. Like this he is continually like improving and learning. I know that we've said like most of the other characters are the one that show the most growth in this show but like the point of the show is also that johnny lawrence is like a a person who is slowly improving with each season but i think like if if johnny lawrence becomes like cool guy like a a a a well-adjusted person like that's the end of the show you know like where do we go from there um and I, I'm 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 really excited to see like I my favorite parts of the show from the beginning and it's why the show it's so good is Johnny Lawrence interacting with Diego, um so with Miguel fuck why did I say Diego, <laughs> um, uh but so um I, the the concept that you mentioned of like Johnny Lawrence and Daniel Larusso teaming up to track down Miguel while Tenzin chosen. Is running the Miyagi Do Eagle Fang um, Alliance. That sounds like a good, good setup for the next season.
0: That 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 would be a good season. I I feel like a season that doesn't focus around the All Valley or you know this feud or whatever between Cobra Kai and like the different mm-hmm. uh, dojos. I feel like if we had just the season of just watching these characters grow, like them focusing on school. Uh, with like no big fights and then just have something drastic happen at the end. I feel like that would be a, a well, fun season. Another, I, actually, I, feel like,
2: mm-hmm. I feel like season two did that, though. Two didn't really involve, yeah. uh, revolve around the all, the all Valley, and at the very end is the hall, hallway or the um, school fight where uh, Miguel falls off the rail. So I think uh-huh. season two did a good job of that, and season five would do really well if they did something like that as well.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think so- another aspect we're also gonna have to see is um a big aspect that they showed at the end of the season was um uh sorry i'm i have a list of the names because i keep forgetting who people are um john terry silver um talking about making cobra kai into a chain and i feel like that is a very different perspective from John Kreese like John Kreese wants it to be his thing he wants like one Cobra Kai like a a specific entity that is all under his control um so and like a lot of you know the general thought is that when something becomes a change chain it gets diluted or like corrupted in like the capitalist machine of just being like everything has to be the same so I think it will be interesting to see what the kids in Cobra Kai feel about when new lo- new Cobra Kai's pop up in different areas around town or in the state or whatever. And I think that's gonna be an interesting aspect. And too. I want to add had
1: on top of that one.
3: And I'll add on top of you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I think with that, one of the things that John Kreese really wanted of Cobra Kai was that pure elite squad of kids like the top of the top in every way shape and form and with it being franchised out now how um silver's wants it with just anybody being in cobra he just wants it as a brand t-shirts everything running the valley basically um i think that will really dilute and upset crease by being like then it's no longer the best the best to everyone now
0: yeah Mm-hmm. What well,
1: I mean, and like uh, motto
0: out. is "strike first, strike fast, no mercy." Mm-hmm.
2: Strike so, hard, yeah.
0: I was um, hard. Yeah, strike
2: first, strike hard, no mercy. Oh, that's
0: right. I always want to say fast. I don't know why. I'm,
3: I'm trying to fast. i a, as a well. disgrace
0: to my. my but sense of no,
2: no, you're good. You're good. Oh, what I wanted to bring up was, especially with that, you know, them becoming a chain. You have to remember that now Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang can no longer exist. They lost the bet. So now that I... Cobra Kai is going to be the only martial arts uh like dojos to go to after after the tournament.
0: They yeah, they did lose the bet. I I want to say cuz you know, EY won his round against Robbie. But Sam winning or Sam losing against Tori. Yeah, that did knock him out because I. Well, yeah, we
3: well, the show also ends with um, Daniel LaRusso being like, you know what? I i am not going to respect this bet with people who never give me respect. So I'm well, just going to do it anyway. We also get the
0: scene of Tori seeing Terry Silver sliding money to the ref after she yeah. goes back inside, too. Yeah. So she's probably gonna come forward and be like no like it was it was rigged from the start
3: she is definitely the type of person that does not expect she does not accept winning at any cost she accepts winning on her like press. an actual one yeah that, just that being
2: any, having I, yeah. a real win yeah
3: a win where the ref is paid off is not an actual win to her so
2: well and she also promised um sam's mom uh i forget her name but uh that she wouldn't she would fight fairly and clearly no it's i think
3: the mom is amanda larissa amanda Amanda,
2: yeah and amanda's like just don't doesn't i'm not telling you to back down i'm telling you to play by the rules Uh and after and and you know tori uh you know promised that she wouldn't and then she sees that whole deal go down i think she's gonna come out and say listen uh i you know i didn't win this fairly so the bet's off and uh, yeah, I mean that's I think that's like the only thing that could happen if Miyagi do and Eagle fan are gonna stay around
0: mhm I don't know that's damn that's a that's a lot of good points. there's a lot of catches yeah. this this show could go I'm curious i know all
2: I was really curious to see if miguel did fight it who would win against him and eli i felt a little bit robbed that miguel just left (laughs) i will say that
3: That... i i I
1: was also excited to see see, it i i was happy miguel left same yeah i i i thought that was the best choice for his character because one definitely with that spinning kick i thought it was going to be way worse than what it was (laughs) yeah I thought he was yelling, was, man. I, was, I, thought, I thought the I thought sound horror editor horror put horror. a real
3: big crack in there. You know, yeah. like yeah. that wasn't a sprain. That sounded like something broke. Well, yeah, yeah like, like an old
2: injury. Yeah. Uh,
0: so where but, I, that um, scene was going after he yelled for sensei, and like Johnny like rushes to his side and everything. I thought it was going to like go to, you know, they were in the back room. He's got like the ice pack and like an IV hooked up to him because he like passed out. So they're like, all right, we got to get him hydrated. I thought that's when we were going to get the like actual closure between him and Johnny about the night Johnny was drunk and was and called him Robbie.
2: Yeah, yeah oh, that yeah. that that tore him, man. That yeah, dude. That you could see
0: broke me. I was like,
2: Fuck. You, you can you can see you know uh Miguel up to that point, and then him afterwards, and it's a completely different character. Like he he's just questioning everything and what side who who's like who's on what side, and Miguel is just like a different character after that that scene that you're talking about. Uh, and it was a heartbreaking scene. It absolutely was.
0: D- this season didn't pull any punches. No, pun no, intended. no, they didn't. No, no pun intended. <laughs> like it did not pull any punches with the emotions, because we got a like quite a few. Like as much laughs as we got, I think we got the emotional moments as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... You know. Y- y- he was bummed out that we couldn't get Hawk and C. Hawk and Miguel fight. Uh, but for me, that was all right because we got to see Amanda or no, no, no. Samantha and Tori fight. That was and great. that, that's a huge, awesome was, fight to me. Like that was a great fight.
2: You know, you I know, it was a really great fight was also Robbie and Eli. That, that Robbie had Hawk such good
0: oh, awesome. Yeah.
2: That had like such good, fight choreography. Like, I don't mm. even know how they did it. It was so good. Um, and we made a joke on the cross-media show about Matrix Resurrections. We're like, dude, the the fight scenes in Cobra Kai are better choreographed than the Matrix, you know? <laughs> Saj,
0: bringing that up, it's time for my take, guys. I will say <laughs> this. It's going on record. It's on my Twitter. I will pin this tweet tonight that the fight scenes and the like the way it is shot in Cobra Kai is so much better than it is in Shang-Chi.
2: Shang-Chi. Ooh, yeah. that's, that's some fighting words Shang-Chi right there. Has so,
0: like everyone <laughs> always says like, Oh yeah, the fights are so smooth. Like, you know, and everything. There's so many jump shots. Like I went back and watched it after watching Cobra Kai. I was like, all right, I want to, I want to make sure because I enjoy Shang-Chi. I don't think it's a bad film or anything. I think it's a great, mm-hmm. you know, Marvel mm-hmm. movie. But after watching the fight scenes in Cobra Kai for this season, I was like, oh, oh, yeah." I think
2: I can I think I can agree with you, man. Like, I think in Shang-Chi, they used a lot of body double or like, you know, body doubles and like to do all the actual tricks and dangerous yeah. stuff. In Cobra Kai, you could tell it was those actors
0: and that actually, they actually had to. Deleted, yeah. Or they put a post out on Twitter saying that the fights and like the stunts and everything in Cobra Kai are real. They're actually doing all of these yeah. moves. Like it's, it's not so, like, there's no like wires or anything to them. It's, it's just them. It's yeah. The see that these kids learn mm-hmm. all of these moves. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. as a, that's why I agree artist, with you. That's fucking mm-hmm. awesome.
2: That's uh that's why I agree with you with the whole saying thing. thing. It, it's really not that bad of a take. It, you know especially i mean especially that's the that fight i was just talking about with hawk and robbie it was just like you could tell because the shots weren't jumping around you could it was you know a one shot you can see that they were actually doing this cool flippy tricks on that they were doing themselves on top of having to act and to do it in such a short amount of time mm-hmm. it's just it's insane it's incredible uh they really mm-hmm. knocked it out of the park this time
3: I think for me, something that I loved about the Samantha Tory fight is that we just don't, in a lot of these media about like martial arts competitions, we don't get to see too often like fights between women against other women, Um, and so, and I know there's is the trope of like, oh, there's two women characters in a series, they have to be butt heads against each other, but I think it is cool to get like a fight between those two and like have all of the emotion of, like, their different lifestyles going into that fight and when they fight each other. Um, I just, I really enjoy, like, that diversity. Like, the fact that Cobra Kai is based on, like, a iconic, like, 80s film that, like, your dad watched as a kid and, like, we have so many, like, people of color and women in this show is great and it feels, and it doesn't feel like it's for um, social points. Like, there are actual, like, a big theme of the show is, like, Johnny Lawrence unlearning his toxic masculinity as well as Daniel LaRusso learning t- that like sometimes you, you, you don't you can be as nice as you want to a person. Sometimes you just got to punch someone in the face to shut them up. And, and yeah. that showed this show does a great job of like showing the pros and cons to every aspect and how um, there's points where either side like is the right way to go um it's it's taking the concept of yin and yang and really um putting it into the dna of the show as it's written as well as in the how their combat works
0: and i will say that one of the things that like really i don't know why it made me chuckle so much but when they bring in the girl to eagle fang and she goes, Oh, my pronouns are and she says her pronouns. And he goes, No, the only pronouns in this dojo are sensei, and he says something else. I don't Sensei and student.
3: Sensei and yep. student.
0: I cackled because like and it's not even like as a like a disrespect thing, it's just because Johnny doesn't know that like that's the thing, and that separates the generation of you know, when Johnny was in high school versus where the kids are now in high school.
2: It's, it's so funny, like, uh, that's what I was about to bring up is, like, I can't get over how funny it is that that Johnny is so out of touch with, like, modern technology in modern terms. Like, there was this one po- one moment where, like, Miguel's like, okay, do what I told you. He's like, yeah, I'll be awake. And he's like, no, I mean, just be woke. <laughs> and I, that made me laugh a lot. And then also, like, at one point, uh, what's, what's his girlfriend's name? Um, Who? Miguel's mom. Miguel's mom.
3: Oh. oh. Um Vanessa Rubio, I believe. Okay, no, 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 no. Uh, Carmen Diaz. Carmen,
2: Carmen Diaz. Carmen. Yeah. Carmen. Yeah, Carmen was like, Oh yeah, I saw Miguel go into an Uber and John Johnny's like, What's an Uber? And she's like, It's kinda like a taxi. And <laughs> like it's just so funny how Johnny just doesn't understand all the modern terms and like what he doesn't I mean, he doesn't even really have a phone. Like it's it's pretty funny.
1: One of my favorite moments where I was just showing how he is so stuck in the 80s is when Miguel was hanging out with Lou and and like, seeing the softer side of the 80s basically, and when oh, they're in the yeah. car talking, it's like, no, there's nothing rad about Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why did you tell
2: me about Chicago? He's like, what's in Chicago? He's like, no, the band, Chicago.
0: <laughs> but There's just there's a lot of pop culture references like that are like trying to show home back to the 80s because like, yes, we have Daniel who is in the modern times. I mean, he owns his own company like he has multiple, you know, like web pages and stuff like that. He uses technology. Look at his house. Mm -hmm. And then we have Johnny who's, you know, still kind of in that rundown little apartment and like he finally got a flat screen tv what in the second season or was it the first season that he gets that oh the first season he gets a first season yeah
3: then he learns about facebook in season
0: two and that's when he messes messages out
3: his laptop looks like it's from like 2009 and it's running windows xp
0: do you do uh
2: do you remember he goes into the pawn shop and he's like yeah dude uh my my laptop stopped working. It's out of battery, and the guy's like, "Why don't you just charge it? Do you have the cable?" He's like, "You said it was wireless." <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, this is so uh, great. <laughs>
0: William Zapka does such a damn good job at where <laughs> he's at now. Like, he, he if you told me that like he wasn't acting during these and he just didn't know this stuff, I wouldn't be surprised. That's yeah, how good of a he job does a good he does. Job.
2: I also want to mention that it's hilarious that he breaks a TV every season, and you can just like every season yeah. he has to break its thing and has to get he a new TV. he this <coughs> season, though? He did. He did, and, and towards like the middle, I don't remember what happened, but he does.
0: Oh, it's during his episode where Miguel comes in and uh, finds him drunk. Yeah, well, he
2: yeah, was it is
1: drunk, drunk, it okay. looks like yeah. he looks, yeah, looks like he's a roundhouse he, he
2: he breaks the the CRV he has, gets a new one, and then fights Daniel Russo. It breaks. And then he gets another one, and then he's like, he gets mauled by Carmen, and uh, when they're when they're hooking up, they go against the TV, break it again, and then yeah, when <laughs> and then and and then this time, and it went right when Miguel's in there, and uh, yeah, it, when he was wasted. So I think that's a hilarious ongoing joke that people don't 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 pay attention to or didn't know it was there. <laughs>
0: So before we go into our next topic, I I have one topic that's not on the show doc. I'm just gonna blindside you guys with this one.
1: Oh great! Wait, wait. there's while we're still talking character, there's one thing I want to just uh, ask everybody about before we get into your blindside topic here, Rich.
0: I swear, if you if you take my blindside right now, because I I can kind of see it in your eyes.
1: I don't think I am. I don't think I am. All right. I'll talk about Anthony Lewis though. I'll talk about the kid.
0: Okay, that's that's oh, yeah. yeah, that's not my blindside. Okay.
1: Yes. yes, because I hated him this whole season. I felt like he got what he deserved. I felt he deserved yeah. to get his teeth knocked out of his throat. Yeah, he,
0: I, I he feel does. like he did grow a little bit at the end, though, when he went mm-hmm. to apologize to the kid, and then the kid beat the shit out of him in the locker room. Fucking, fucking
2: Kenny, dude.
3: Yeah, I do not like, like that you character.
1: Can't, you don't like see, only, I love I love Kenny. Kenny? I love Kenny.
2: Dude, see, I feel badass. for Kenny. See, 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 I feel, uh, I, I felt for Kenny in the beginning, but then when he went back and started punching uh, Anthony, even though he deserved it a little bit, he, little Kenny bit. just uh, a lot of it, whatever. But Kenny <laughs> probably shouldn't have gone that far because he like basically threatened to ruin his entire high school period. And I'm like, well, you Dr. know, let bygones be bygones.
0: Robbie's like, dude, no, this isn't the path that your brother would nah. want you on. And that's where we kind of see a big jump for Robbie's character as well. Yeah, I feel yeah. like
3: that's Oracle. kind of the point of Kenny's character is showing how um, th- these cycles of violence keep, keep uh, happening over and over again where, like, um, for a while, like, that was Hawk after joining Cobra Kai. He became that kind of a character to some of his own friends. Um, right. And, like, it's from John Priest. To uh Johnny Lawrence and then from Johnny Lawrence to Hawk and then um... yeah
2: this this show is very much about like the cycle of bullying and mm-hmm. how oh, and, yeah and you know someone getting bully bullied as the, when they were younger to become more of a bully themselves when they are able to defend themselves, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's very much a cycle about bullying and it's it's a big message in the show
1: mm-hmm
3: um but that y- and you'. Right
0: can we talk about the library chase? Scene?
1: Oh, it's so good! Yes. Lights oh, yeah. off, like John Wick up in here is like, great. great. Yes. Like a mild yeah.
0: horror action, like because yeah. it's like, where the fuck is this kid gonna pop out next?
1: Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Assassin's Creed um, stuff. No. I, I I thought his character this, was great. And another I, scene I want to talk
3: about that like, kind of ties mm-hmm. into this is the There's the episode where Johnny Lawrence is get trying to get. Daniel LaRusso, to like just like pop off to like, don't you, don't you, aren't you tired of being nice? Don't you just John, want to go John, ape no. shit? No,
0: John, you're thinking about
3: blind oh. no, John. no, uh, no, never mind. Uh, uh, yeah, that was cool anyway. Um, continue <laughs>
1: with what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> my only problem with Anthony in this season is it was we didn't really see him in all the other ones. So that for him kind to of there be
0: crack jokes like he just like for has him to be bully, yeah. though, it a bully though was like
3: it was little felt little
1: weird. Baby. It okay. felt like uh, a big jump from like what the fuck? Did anyone, did
2: anyone look up whether it's the same character in all three? Not. Oh, I, I it, is, it, is.
1: It, it is, it is, it is, it's him. Wow, it's he him. got in shape.
2: Yeah he, yeah, he got he he lost a lot of weight, dude. Oh right,
3: I forgot he used to be fat. Oh, they even make a joke about it
0: because they're like, uh. Um Johnny goes he says something and he goes, Yeah, it's called a growth spurt. I was <laughs> just like, damn. No, I just remembered just remember ad it. for McDonald's and it was Billy Zapka on the ad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Are you fucking great. They listen, man? <laughs> they know. They know.
3: So no, I think last season he was skinny and this season he was a, a grown up or a, a, a teenager as opposed because he used to be really young at the beginning pudgy. of the show. He, in, the, in the beginning, he, he was. was pudgy for
0: the first few seasons. And then this season, he was
3: David, I remember David. in a couple shots of last season. He wasn't as big as he used to be. But in this one, he's like tall. Yeah, he, he, he's, yeah getting getting older.
0: Older. he's getting older. He's what they're in eighth grade in this episode or in this season. So they're going to uh, high
2: school, so yeah, yeah,
3: it would be the normal time for you know kids. That it would be
2: ninth grade. I don't yeah. know how old the actor is, but um, I I just they even made a joke about how pudgy he was in the first season when uh Amanda and and all of them were at like this buffet or whatever, and then he she had to yell at Lucas saying don't eat the butter sauce or whatever during, <laughs> when it was like lobster, and he's like, oh
0: man. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for my blind side, John. I'm sorry.
3: I got in blind this sided. season,
0: do you think we saw a little bit of Johnny in Daniel and a little bit of Daniel in Johnny?
2: Oh, absolutely. Dude, they, 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 they had to. I mean, they, they they were working together for a while, and then they trained each other for a day uh, uh, as opposing dojos uh, and no, there's no doubt that they rubbed off on each other during that time.
1: I mean, uh, okay, if I go, Rich,
0: yeah, uh, that's why I stopped. I was like, ah, go.
1: Uh, I think you can really see it just through the way they began to train and the way all that, and just the way I think it is shown the best is by the kids they trained. Mm-hmm. When you watch Hawk and Sam in the finals, they fight using all techniques they learned from all sides, be that Cobra Kai, Eagle, Fang, or Miyagi-Do, they take everything they learned and roll with it. And I think that watching that is what showed both Johnny and, um, so that they can coexist in this karate space and learn a little bit from each other, because they're, great offense means nothing without a great defense and great defense means nothing without a great offense and that's what I think you could see throughout that and you could see it in their trainings
2: I think the big one of the, you know one of the biggest moments in the entire season uh, is uh, when John uh, not Johnny sorry uh, when Daniel asked Johnny to be a co co sensei for Sammy's fight and then at, w- at one point Daniel's just like all right you have all these skills that we got from everybody go and attack her and beat her and her being Tori. So they definitely are, you know, by the end of the season, they but definitely have, uh, start to think more similarly. And I think that's going to really show off in season five, which is, which will be nice.
3: John, I think, I think for me, what I was, the moment I was about to bring up was when, um, anthony that's the kid's name right yeah yeah Yeah. anthony Anthony larusso is acting up and there's the bit with the child psychologist and they're trying to discipline him um daniel larusso is doing his typical thing of like trying to explain trying to um be a gentle parent you know uh grounding them explaining why they're grounded and stuff and then he catches him with some kind of tablet computer and being like oh it doesn't even have any games on it's not a big deal and then he breaks the thing on his knee and then he tries to apologize and then Daniel just so goes quiet! Yeah. I think to me that is like one of the biggest examples because like yeah. most of the series, Johnny Lawrence maybe crease are the only people that ever shout quiet like that mm-hmm. um, and I think that was a big example of like Daniel incorporating like an aggressive lifestyle into because he's too he kind of lets people walk over it walk all over him sometimes, or it's just too afraid of conflicts. Um, and that's kind of reflecting on like, was his problem at some parts in the original karate kid movies as well. So I thought that was something that was really cool,
0: which quick little fun fact, the child psychologist that was there, like talking to Amanda and Daniel is actually Ralph Macchio's daughter. Oh, oh yeah. okay. I found that out Sweet. on Twitter because she or he, I follow um, Cobra Kai and they retweeted something that she posted and it was Machio. And I looked at it and then she had a post of, Oh, yeah, the best dad in the world. And it's Ralph Machio. I was like, Oh, neat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I have one more moment that uh, shows up. <coughs> and it's when he is talking at the end at the grave of um, Mr. Miyagi and he's like, your teachings have been a blessing, all this. But I cannot hold a world to a man who wouldn't as well. I need to finish the fight, basically. And that's a very Johnny thing to do is be that like... That was a moment.
2: Well, I mean, I think he straight up says only defense doesn't work or something along those yeah, lines.
1: Yeah, he's like, it can't work here. This is no yeah. longer about scoring points. This is about ending it all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I feel like the next season might be the final season. The way it should
1: be, it's getting it's getting long in the tooth. Those kids are aging pretty fast. I would finish it soon.
0: I would say if not finishing it with season five, do like a season five, part one and five, part two, kind of like what they did with Lucifer.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that makes the
3: most sense because it doesn't make sense to have an entire season of what we were describing of like Johnny and Daniel hunting Miguel in Mexico while Cobra Kai and the Miyagi Fang Karate are doing their training. That sounds like a part one aspect and then part two is like the final showdown between yeah. all the factions. So it's Mortal Kombat style.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: I'm rocking the
0: Mortal just, Kombat uh, shirt tonight.
1: <laughs> just that uh, Terry, Lor- T- T- Terry uh, Silvers is was- sitting in a giant Iron Throne type deal. Shao Kahn style.
0: Terry Lawrence would make a great Shao <laughs> Kahn. <laughs> so before he's we so uh, start to i'm gonna i'll give my like moment that like you kind of definitely see the the johnny Lawrence side of daniel larusso um and then after that ryan i'll let you do the ad break before we go into some of our final topics before wrapping up um the moment where terry is talking to danny and he's like oh yeah there's always been like a little bit of rage inside you like even when i trained you which, you know, call back to Karate Kid 3 when uh, Daniel was in Cobra Kai. Like,
2: I need to watch some.
0: You see his, ha- his fist start to shake and like he's trying to hold back all the rage because he wants to punch that fucker in the face. He wants to straight up lay out.
2: Seriously, mm-hmm. fuck that guy, though. <laughs> Dude, Terry Silver's a douche.
3: He is yeah. such a... Dude, Man, and, I'm,
2: and, and I'm saying, he's he's terrifying, dude. He he just goes mad. And he's, like, this tall, evil-looking dude. It's just like, oh, my mm-hmm. God.
3: The, <laughs> the, think- the part, a big part, one of the coolest parts of the series is when he finally, like, breaks bad and, like, ties his uh, hair back in a ponytail like in the original, in the Karate Kid 3 mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And then he does the exact smile that he did in that movie all the time where yep. they like he he does the exact smile I was like oh and then the, I I just really enjoyed how he was like yeah i had a cocaine problem that's why i was like so messed <laughs> up to like fucking kids <laughs> it, it like makes that cartoonish absurd movie feel like believable like oh yeah guy it's like, like, a, oh like, he was
2: he was villain. completely spun. yeah he's like yeah. Dude, he was spun out the entire movie you know <laughs>
3: it, it it the the way they like uh, start to characterize as John Kreese and Terry Silver as Vietnam veterans that are still suffering from PTSD and that's why they're so crazy about karate and about teaching kids how to defend themselves while just having a way to like be aggressive Like makes some of the more crazier stuff in these shows feel really believable and I, I really enjoy that
0: oh yeah Alright, well, so let's go ahead and go into a quick ad break. Ryan, go ahead and take it away.
1: This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, which is why we've partnered up with Buzzsprout to help you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your shows on every major podcast platform. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. If you're looking for a A podcast website, audio players that you can drop into our website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Follow the link in the description below. Below. Let Breathpals know we sent you. Get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up using a paid plan and help support our show. Now back to the show. All
0: right. So we have two more topics we're going to go into before we uh, start doing plugs and stuff. And the first one is, what was the big gasp moment? This is another blindside I'm going to do. Uh, the big gasp moment. So, like, you know, for season one, it was, you know, the All-Valley Tournament, of course. Season two, Miguel mm-hmm. falling and, you know, breaking his back. Uh, season three, I would say when the pe- everyone shows up at the house and they have, like, the big brawl. What was season four's big gasp moment for you? Ryan, I'll start with you. We'll go to Saj, to John, to me.
1: Sounds good. Um, for me, it's easily Hawk one in the All Valley. I did not see that coming. I was... That fight felt like it could go... I thought, oh, Robbie's going to fucking sweep the floor with him. He is on a fucking power trip right now. He's feeling himself. Especially when he throws off the Ghee this fucking shirtless ready to kill, I'm like, oh, oh, it's over for Hawk.
2: And he's Hawk shredded, though. dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. shredded. he's fucking shredded. shredded.
1: <laughs> but to see him get that final blow and win it was amazing. After such a long fought fight in the sudden death, great.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, that fight, where it went over the three minutes they had, and every mm-hmm. single every single punch and kick that was thrown was just so well, like, Again, just the choreography of it. It was just so good. It was just amazing. So that you know, I could have I, I probably would agree with you. That's one of my biggest moments as well.
0: All right. John, what about you?
3: Uh for me, um I mean when I think of biggest gasp moment, it has to be uh when we're setting down, we're like, All right, it's gonna be friend versus friend, Miguel versus Hawk, you know, two of the big best buddies it's like when you're watching like the naruto um fight and it's like two friend characters like trying to like go at each other as hard as they can and then you're like all right miguel's about to do a spinning kick and then you hear that sound and he just collapses instantly and the whole match grinds to a halt uh i mean i screamed out loud like i was like oh no like i was Frightened for this child. Um, that ha- That is like just objectively the gasp moment. Like I can't. That, I think the other ones are good. But for me, that was the moment when I was like the most scared for someone in the show. That was I thought it was going to end with Miguel can't fight anymore. I thought that's how that was going to end.
0: I thought it was going to be he just couldn't fight anymore. He couldn't walk anymore. I thought he was like. I thought, I, thought he was, I, was I thought
2: he was. I thought he was in a wheel. He would be in a wheelchair or something.
3: I, I thought he would be able to walk, but, like, the doctor was going to be like, you cannot do martial arts ever again. It could make you never be able to walk again. I thought that's where it was going to end, and, like, Miguel would no longer be a fighter in the show for a second, but then it's just like, I just got to rest it off. It's just, this, I just pulled the muscle.
2: I I actually had one more thing I wanted to, uh, one more moment that I wanted to say was one of my gasp moments, and that was when they made... uh robbie and kenny fight in in and you know uh robbie completely like just destroying this kid like just the kick in the face and everyone was like <gasps> i thought that that was one of my big gas yeah, moments sure as death. well he
0: wiped the floor with kenny
2: he, he he just like oh my god it was it was a such a cringe like cringe and like as an in intense moment because yeah.
3: not like like emotional cringe like that looks like it hurts
2: Yeah, exactly yeah even the crowd in the show yeah i felt that kick yeah right in the nose all right so
3: like in fighting games whenever you're like training with someone and they're like teaching you how the moves work and stuff that is how it feels like when you fight the guy you go to locals with who like teaches you how to play the game and he's like this is a tournament now I'm sorry and then you're like oh I just got perfected right this guy has forgotten more about this game than I've learned so far um because oh, you can man. you can see that Robbie does not like doing this he's like I have to do this like it's not even like a Cobra kai thing it is a I'm just doing what I'm doing what I'm doing and this kid is just like
1: their levels are just so far apart that they don't he's match but he's it's like, so I just want to win the All Valley I want to be that yeah. champion yeah yeah
2: Yeah, I mean, he even says to Daniel LaRusso when because uh, Daniel LaRusso and him talk and he's like, why are you using my moves? And he's like, it doesn't matter. Uh, I won. It Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who uses what I I won. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's all that's all uh, Robbie really wants is he just wants to win. Yeah. You know, so.
0: All right. So we're going into our final thoughts for, you know, everything. Um, I would say. Tell me where you would put this on the ranking. Which season was the best? Which season has been the weakest? Ryan, go ahead and kick us off.
1: I think this is definitely in the middle. I would go three, four, two, one. Um, But it's hard to rate one and two because they were YouTube productions, way less money getting pumped in all that kind of thing.
0: But even with that still very solid.
1: Oh, Jesus extremely Jesus. solid, extremely yeah. solid, especially season two. But um, I thought this was just a little bit less hype than last season. But other than not. I thought it was fantastic. Definitely. If you are into Cobra Kai, watch it. It's amazing.
0: Now, do you think the hype isn't as strong because this was, you know, Netflix picking up Cobra Kai to save it, to bring it over to a new platform? With season three, because at season two, we thought it was done because it went off mm-hmm. the air for what? Two years, I think is what it was. That yeah. was the gap.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, no, I just thought the story was more hype then.
3: OK, that's fair. I
1: right. just think there's moments in this one that drag like I again, I don't care anything about Anthony LaRusso. I wish he wasn't a part of the plot. And Kenny, I wish we learned about Kenny in a different way. I think that would have been better. Not and out, um, for Kenny. Oh, I definitely feel for him. But I thought that was a weird subplot that felt like it didn't need to be there. And then there's just moments sort where of like, there was infighting between Danny and uh, Johnny that I just didn't feel like needed to happen. Those were just some of my big plots. So I like, this is happening just so the plot has something to do at the moment. Yeah. But I do think the adding of a new villain did helped it out a lot. I think... Seeing the walls break down with Crease and him being like, fight your way and everything made the season very hype. And of course, having the All Valley in it makes it hype.
0: That's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh Saj, what about you?
2: So, my ranking would be the t- uh, top is two, three, four, one. So, uh, I don't know. I just uh, completely, uh, absolutely adored season two. It had. That Hallways fight, it had Miguel falling, it had the introduction of Stingray, it had, uh, what else did it have? It just had uh, everything, in my opinion. So, uh, season four, I think, again, like what Ryan said, it's mostly about hype, and, you know, the All-Valley tournament was great, but it wasn't a season catcher for me, so.
0: Now, quick question, and just remind me. Season two is where John Kreese, like, finally shows up and, like, actually becomes a huge part. Or is that just the end of season two?
1: End of season no, that, two. It's yeah. the last yeah. shot. That's the last two. shot is him okay. walking through the dojo doors, I believe. Because,
0: like, I know there's, like, the flashbacks and everything of, like, you know, the scene between John yeah. and Kreese and then Mr. Miyagi pretty much laying Kreese out. Yeah,
3: Kreese, Kreese takes over the dojo at the beginning of season three and then towards the, like, last third of season three is when he kicks John. Uh, out. Yeah, and okay. eagle fang karate becomes a thing.
0: All right, and John, what about you? Where's your ranking for the season?
3: I mean, it's hard to to put this over the seasons where like a massive school brawl happens, and you see like the the I forget what the little Asian kid is, but he's like a freshman, and he's like yeah. barely five feet tall, and he's like chopping people, and then a huge kid just like decks him out. Um, and then the house brawl where they just like invade the Larusso's home and just start another fight and throw someone through a window. I love
2: the, I love those, I love those types of fights too because they're so just, they're ridiculous but they're so good. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll do I it there is so something
1: well. I'm yeah. really yeah. sad the season uh-huh. was missing was I thought we were about to get it at the di- drive-in and I'm like a drive-in fight oh come on now oh, right. as that'd as well. be
2: fun yeah yeah his yeah. Un- name is
0: Nathaniel by the way.
1: Nathaniel?
3: <laughs>
0: no, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Yeah. name okay. is Nathaniel. All right, could, his character in the show yeah. is Nathaniel.
3: Nice. Who is this?
0: Uh, he's the little, the, like, freshman Asian kid. The, oh, yeah.
3: The one that barely looks like he's out of middle school in season two or so three. The,
0: the, the one with the braces
2: and the glasses. Yeah. And yeah. Really, yeah, okay.
3: Um, uh, so, like, obviously, I, I think three and four are just kind of, like, ramping up seasons because, like at the end of season two and in the middle of season three, like the status quo gets sh- so shifted around. This is a character development season. And for that, I do really like it as that. Um, for that reason, I kind of like it as it's hard for me to judge things. Cause like, I feel like the show has just been an upward climb in terms of like writing and development. So I'm, I'm more into that than whether or not w- what the coolest fight scene is personally, so I guess I do think of this as my favorite, but I can definitely see why it isn't someone's because, I mean, uh, a school fight and a house fight are pretty cool. I think the reason why we couldn't get and why they didn't have the drive-in brawl is because at some point, like, cops are going to get involved if they if kids keep starting these street gang fights between karate tournaments. Like, at what point does extracurriculars turn into like this is just organized gang at- and gang <laughs> activity <laughs> up in public yeah right. pretty
0: much for me like I, I feel like my ranking is probably going to be a little bit different but it is season four, two, three then 1 1 being huh? the opening season I feel like it, it is the weakest because like you know they're just starting out they're revamping you know something that was done in the 80s it's kind of hard to make that like just a spectacular season. Where season two, like they, they mm-hmm. built it. And I feel like the second season for most shows is where it really is sometimes the best. Big example, Arrow. Second season of Arrow is by far the best season.
2: The second season of Arrow is one of the best comic book seasons ever. of Like any comic book show. Yeah. In my opinion.
1: Never watched it. Could not get into the Arrowverse. I've That's never why we'll seen have that this conversation WWE later, show,
0: <laughs> But I feel like, you know, season two was it's good and it has a right to be the second best. And I feel like with where we've gotten the characters and everything, where they're at at this point, how much they've grown and kind of the downfall of certain characters. Like we see Sam kind of spiral out of control. She freaks out anytime Tori's around and like she's kind of turned into pardon my french but she's kind of a bitch this season until the very end and it's like oh okay like yeah she's
3: there's a a reason why she's the first like of the group obviously not counting Robbie but she's the first Miyagi-Do person to like pick up uh Johnny Lawrence aggressive styles because she has a lot of anger that she wants to just like shove into Tori and just like beat the shit out of her
1: to be fair she was attacked with weapons in her own home
0: True.
3: Yeah, yeah I remember shit out a person
1: and who sh- jumped me in a She's got
2: scars from that that uh the, the, the studded little thing. Yeah, the, the studded yeah, yeah studded knuckles.
0: So, I will say that like season 4 just by character development alone for the characters and everything we see and just like the the fights and the choreography that's that makes it the best season in my in my books. So that's where why it's book uh, number 1. That's why season two is number two, because season three, like it just felt a little like it was good. I was happy it was back. I love Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. but it just felt a little
3: it's a it's a training montage because yeah. Miguel has to learn how to walk again and then learn how to fight. So like it's it's going to naturally made, be a slow season of
0: a part in that season because, you know, he is hospitalized. Yeah. He's in the hospital bed. That's where uh-huh. I feel like it kind of took away because Miguel is the main character in my opinion, it's not John, John, Johnny and
2: Johnny and Miguel. I think both are the main uh, protagonists. Yeah.
0: So but with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into plugs. Hey, Ryan, my man, since Ryan, where can people find you?
1: People can find me on Twitter at Ryan, the lion three zero five five for wherever and whatever I'm up to on this wild world, the Internet. All right.
0: Hey, Sash. Where can people find you? Uh, you can call me. You can find me at
2: Saj and Squarepants on Twitter and Instagram and all that. And then also you'll find me on multiple episodes of the Cross Media Show. So
0: hell yeah, hell yeah. Hey John, my fighting game expert man. Where can people find you?
3: Uh, you can find me on my Twitter at Noisy Shark. Um, if I ever actually get some videos done, I will post links to them over there.
0: All right. And of course, you can always find me at Rich Dolphus or Stats on Stats Lit on Twitter, where I will be posting, of course, my amazing hot takes that will cause, you know, just straight up chaos because that's just me. So, but with that being said, from all of us here at the Cross Media Show, this has been the Cobra Kai season four review. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for the Halo Infinite review. Now, Ryan, are you guys just discussing the campaign, or are you going over multiplayer aspects as well?
1: Everything. We're diving deep into Halo. Hell yes. I might call in.
0: And then, <laughs> of course, you have the Attack on Titan on Thursday? Is that? Yep. All right. So please be sure to tune back in, because we have some amazing shows this week. But I hope you all have a wonderful evening, afternoon, or day, whenever you're listening to this.